Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I am your host, Christopher Chan, event sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and your commodore of cocktails. Hey, thanks for spending your Saturday night, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, right here on 570 KVI. Tell your friends about the show, get involved, and bring them over and have some fun. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun on the show, and uh, last week we had uh, Dave Bueller with Elysian Brewing, and uh, don't forget that that October 8th uh, Great Pumpkin Beer Festival's taking place over at Elysian Fields at CenturyLink. Uh, 28 bucks gets you a ticket, and you can find tickets at ElysianBrewing.com or any of their uh, Elysian brew pubs. Um, we talked about beer. We talked about some food. And uh, now with the fall upon us, it's time to talk about some spirits and some really, really warming, tasty, delicious, kind of desserty liqueurs. And I'm really pleased... Um, uh, I got Zane Seely and Charlotte Gilbert, who are the proprietors, founders of a brand new liqueur. It's a caramel liqueur here made in Washington. It's actually uh, produced up in Marysville, and it's called uh, Cade, K-K-A-D-A, Cade, just like a crow cause, and uh, day is the name of the day. <laughs> um, but I'm pleased to have them here. We're going to talk about, uh, well, how they came up with this new idea and how they pr- perhaps produce it, if they can divulge their proprietary secrets and we're going to taste some uh, some cocktails that they are going to furnish me and I'll give you my honest opinion about this brand new caramel liqueur Cade. So Zane Seely and Charlotte Gilbert, hey, welcome to Happy Hour. Hi Glad Christopher. Great. Um, well, Zane, find the mic. There yes. you are. Say hi. Hi. All right. There he is, folks. Um, hey, congratulations on finding me. I'm, I'm always pleased to uh, to support uh, small uh, proprietary businesses, and uh, I'm really curious about this caramel liqueur. So, uh, Zane, tell us about your background and uh, how you ended up getting into. Well, don't tell us how you got to this, but what's what's your background? Background is inventing. Uh, put a number of uh, products on the market. Uh, hundreds of products on the world market, and uh, I'm a, a niche guy. First niche I ever solved was I'm the inventor of closed cell foam grips. So before me, closed cell foam grips didn't exist, and uh, it was a niche that I came across by being a downhill ski racer in the off season. We rode bikes. Uh, there was nothing 43 years ago to alleviate blisters and numbness of hands of riding 10 speed bikes long distances. Oh yeah. So that's where that came from. They just had that tape on it back in the day. Yes. And sometimes that tape tape was just uh, vinyl tape or something. Yes. But eventually I became the largest uh, supplier to the exercise industry, to the baby stroller industry, to the um, uh, all kinds of different. Yeah, bicycle, motorcycle. We were the number one selling motorcycle group in 1881. Wow. But anyway, I love niches. And Kade is a niche. Cotty's a niche. So you had this idea. Are you a Washington guy or was this in California? Uh, I was raised in Pasco, Washington. I moved to Walla Walla my junior high school and put in 38 years in Walla Walla. Did you? 
Right on. All my business buddies own their own wineries over there. I'm the only guy that went spirits. Okay. Well, uh, my family has a vineyard out there as well, right above Walla Walla Vintners. If you remember Very, that as Old yes, Mill Creek Clam. absolutely. Yeah, beautiful house. All right. How fun. So you are a Washington guy, and uh, you've uh, done quite well with some of your ideas. Um, Charlotte, what's your background? My background is in music. My, I'm As a kid, we were part of the Hopper family band, so I have three older sisters, a younger brother, Christopher, great name and basically we could play any instrument we wanted to so if you know fiddle bass guitar guitar flute violin pick your drums yeah you bet yeah Yeah. so so the fun part was um say in the seattle area we we have so many great musicians and anyway anything that goes with music and how about great food and drink I'm in. So <laughs> I'm in too. Yeah, no, I I love teaching music lessons as well as uh, playing live, and we we love to partner with uh, music events and and help nonprofits as well. So fun. Okay, so how did you two meet? Oh boy, Ooh. We, we two we, sides of that story. Well, uh, I'm a I'm a sports guy. Charlotte is not. Uh, I I was stopping in to see the last game of World Series in Normandy Park. Uh, came into a place called uh, the Kayak and was looking for a place to sit. There was no place to sit in the whole bar. It was full of people. There was a political rally going on. And all yeah, I was looking sense. for was a chair. And uh, I, fa- I finally found a chair and uh, saw Charlotte across the bar. I thought she was the campaign manager for one of the people that were there. Okay. That's how we met. Is that the story, Charlotte? I knew every person in the room except for Zane. So, yeah, I'm very, I I love um, history, culture, music. I'm the person that I like to know people, and I like to know people of character. So, um, anyway, I knew every person in the room, and it was my friend um, uh, Stacia and everybody else in the Normandy Park um, City Council. And, (laughs) And so they had this big political rally, and needless to say, you know, at the end of it, then Zane came and talked to me and I, I was going off to a, a musical event in uh, Los Angeles, um, a taxi convention. And basically, um, you know, for, for musicians, it's wonderful to get your music out there, of course. And so n- the music brought us together. Zane is musical, but I, I would say that I, I have to play music 24-7. So the, the magic of Cade Carmel Liqueur is that there is music in caramel, the most delicious caramel you'll ever put in your mouth. So dairy-free, gluten-free. We make kade with exotic Indian spices and four curries. So the music speaks to me, Christopher. All right. That's the music of ingredients. And um, do you like wine? Do you like beer? Are you a spirits person? Do you say, you know, because they, they say the mother of invention is necessity, right? Mm-hmm. So did you need to have something new or did you say, hey, I got an idea? So, got an idea. I would go into bars 10 years ago and, and ask a bartender for a caramel appletini. And uh, they would bring me the drink, and then I'd say, so what did you make it with? I said, well, uh, I started with butter shots. And I said, I didn't ask for a butterscotch appletini. I asked for a caramel appletini. They'd re- remark... Nobody makes a non-creamy caramel liqueur. Now, you see, bartenders can create drinks with, with lactose-based sure. liqueurs. Yeah. Uh, it just it restricts their you know, creativity. Uh, it's either going to curdle or it's going to change the look of their drink. And why the industry net has never had a non-creamy caramel liqueur before 
was beyond me. And remember, I'm the niche guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. So, um, what? When did you start developing this uh, this niche, uh, Cade Caramel Liqueur? Yeah, about seven years ago, and uh, really started working with you know different ideas and different things, and and uh, to put together a recipe. Um, again, our product is very unique in that it's made from exotic Indian spices and curries, which is not like mom and grandma made it with white sugar on a stove, which really, you know, yeah. piques the curiosity of most people. Right. Uh, they're not sure whether it's going to be hot and spicy. You know, what's this going to be like when they taste it? The most common word used to describe kari the first time anyone tries it is wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. This is nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how people describe wine. So originally, nice. originally we were gonna, I was looking at uh, infused vodkas, but could show you 10 or more of those now. And the what a lot of people don't realize is liqueurs are to bartenders what syrups are to baristas. Sure. When, you come out, when you come out with a world-class uh, caramel or any type of new-flavored liqueur, uh, bartenders have a heyday worldwide, just creating all kinds of new drinks and cocktails. Yeah, and obviously the craft movement is uh, sort of spurred on more uh, improvisation and inspiration. And how exciting! So seven years ago, you started this venture. When did you finally figure out the recipe? Uh, it took about three years, and and we finally came out in three years. All right. And uh, so it's uh, just a very remarkable caramel and extremely versatile. All right. And Charlotte, how did you participate in this uh, recipe process? Oh, great story. Hey, five years ago, I met Zane. And I'll admit it, I wanted to run to the piano or guitar and not stay in the kitchen. My mother tried to get me to cook food. And, you know, I, I, I love great food. My mother was a fantastic cook. Grew up in Fruitland, Idaho. Guess what? I wasn't interested in, in cooking food or drink, though I'm a big fan of five-star <laughs> chefs and wonderful drinks. <laughs> me Come too. on. But so what drew me in, Christopher, was Cade Caramel Liqueur. In working with the formula, the bottle, the whole experience, we wanted to create the most beautiful caramel experience in the world, and here's why. I want to have excitement in the kitchen and the bar. <laughs> I, I, we say Cade brings excitement, and here's why. It's the most versatile liqueur in the world. So whether you're in the kitchen with the five-star chefs, caramelizing sauces, caramelizing onions, veggies, tofu, how about glaze over any meats, your baby back ribs, salmon, mm. chicken, come on, your beautiful steaks. So I love the five-star chef thing. It it brought me into the kitchen experience, and I'm I'm on fire with it. I'll admit it. As far as mixology, you know how Seattle is just a hotbed of activity, not only with music but with food and drink. And so the mixology is so exciting. I mean, kade is great. Coffee, tea, hot cider, apple, uh, uh, hot hot drinks. Um, how about the apple cider? And then you get to the how about stout beers? You get to our top drinks, and Zane can tell you all about those. Wow. So you actually played around with the, the liqueur, right? You said, oh. hey, what, what does it mm. not go with? <laughs> yes, Artichoke. exactly. That's, that's, a, that's really the answer. So many people ask answer. at our tastings, you know, so how, how do, what do you do with this? And we always say, well, we're glad you asked because sit back. Okay. Well, I, I, my mouth is watering. I'm, I'm dying to try this. Now, you have some cocktail ideas. So what are some of the cocktails that you think uh, most people would enjoy or appreciate or are simple to make? Well, right now, two of our most popular at Hilton and Doubletree is a salted caramel apple Manhattan 
And then we also hmm. do a caramel chocolate martini that is to live for. All right. I like it to live for. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the way you need to do for, right? Because it's all about living and loving. Um, how many... No, up there in Marysville, are you the only distillery? You're not a distillery. You're just... How do you make this product? I mean, you have a base spirit. Are you distilling the spirit or what? Yes. It's it's distilled in our distillery. Again, it's a proprietary process. We don't do any, you know tours or anything like that. There's actually two distilleries in, in Marysville at this time. Us, Zephoria Spirits, and Dry County Distillery. Dry County? Yes. Right. Very good. So um, this is really a homemade uh, product. And before you started your distillery, you were obviously using different uh, base spirits to help craft this caramel liqueur, correct? Correct. And so I'm a, I'm a student of Noah Rothbaum, who wrote the book, The, the, the Business of Spirits. Hmm. Uh, Noah said, if you're going to get in this business, if you're going to use a base for your liqueur, go vodka. And so um, he said, use vodka. You can make it today. You can drink it tomorrow. You can produce a lot for the world market. And that's all I needed to hear. Right on. Well, you know, um, rum is the base spirit of Kahlua. And so they, they, they use rum for some of the things. I'm a big rum fan. Um, and I think vodka, obviously, by nature, colorless, tasteless, odorless spirit, at least 80 proof made from neutral grains, right? Correct. Or, or starch, I guess. So um, What's can you can't tell us what your special so, source? Uh, so you you kind of hit it on the head. Uh, vodka is kind of this tasteless spirit, uh, which I love because <laughs> I'm all about caramel. Right. So we have to have a some type of a liquor base, obvious for our liqueur. Mm-hmm. And what better than to use something very pure that doesn't mess with the tastes of my Indian spices and curries. It just provides the alcohol level. All right. I love it. Speaking with Zane Seely and Charlotte Gilbert of Cade Caramel Liqueur out of Marysville. Website is www.cade.com. And that's K-K-A-D-A. So Cade.com. Um, simple. So you have one spectacular liqueur and we make cocktails from that, correct? Correct. I like to tell people we're like the Grand Marnier family. We're like the uh, Frangelica family. We do one thing and one thing only. We make the best caramel experience in the world. All right. Well, uh, you got Willy Wonka's ear here. Um, I love it. When we come back from this break, we're going to dive into some of these cool concoctions, cocktails made from caramel liqueur called Cade. So stick around, folks. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio. Start your day the right way. John Carlson, live and local, 6 to 10 a.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. You're in the know with KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Time for round two. Hope you got something great in your glass because I've got uh, two cool cats, Zane Seeley and Charlotte Gilbert, who are the proprietors of a brand new liqueur out of Marysville. It's a caramel liqueur called Cade, K-K-A-D-A, Cade.com is where you can find the information. And I'm excited. So this is my first sip. This is our first meeting. You've got a great story, obviously, of the music and the entrepreneur. We've got the artsy and we've got the planner and the innovator. Um... I've got just a shot here of plain Cade, right? Just straight up caramel liqueur. Straight up. All right. So uh, neat. So smell. I am smelling. Mmm. 
it's 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 got more depth than just regular caramel. Sometimes you just they knock you over the head with like, okay, it smells like burnt sugar, but this has actually some sides in length to the uh, the uh, aroma chain. Yeah, the flavor profile is good. Hmm. Very smooth. Um, it's on this definitely on the sweet side as caramel should be. It has Wait. a creamy texture and uh, again, it's nuanced. Now, most of the complexity of flavor actually comes after you swallow. Correct. It's all that herbaceous, the spice in there, which yes. lingers. Now, that's cool, because a lot of times you're just sweet, and you go, yeah, okay, that was just sweet, but this has a lot of... Well, and we are a full-fledged cordial, so we're a liqueur, so we have that powerful flavor that translates to your food and drink without getting lost, like a uh, infused vodka weak. <laughs> so so this has a powerful flavor that it's it's just right. So again, we'd love to have you try the drinks. All right. So um, what's really fun about this is you told me that if I just take uh, a salt, you know, one of the cocktails that you're, one of the drinks, beverages, recipes is basically salt and caramel. Is that right? Correct. So if you lick the back of your hand like a tequila shot and put, take a little salt and then take the salt and then take that drink, that salted caramel. And what the salt's going to do, it's going to change the complexity of the of the caramel a little bit. But people love salted caramel. Okay. Simple, but um, definitely deliciously tasty. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, and this is a whole uh, industry right now, salted caramel. So I tell you, one of our top drinks, it's just half cotte, half frangelico with a little salt. This is the one we took to Hollywood and did all the gifting sweets with. And so, you know, Oscars, Emmys, Grammys, and I tell you, this is, it's uh, outstanding. And a lot of our drinks are just so simple, half and half. Or e how about in your coffee, just a couple of <laughs> teaspoons of cotta in your coffee or apple cider. So, All right. So the caramel corn, the kettle corn. Kettle corn is half frangelica, half cotta caramel. Don't take that yet. You have to take the salt first. Oh, you already got salt. Ah. See, you snuck up on me. <laughs> That's kettle corn. That's the most popular drink in Hollywood. It is delicious. Yeah, cool. And I'm a big frangelical fan, so that really works with me. Um, and the salt obviously gives you the uh, the buttery, even with the frangelico, it's a kind of buttery flavor too, butterscotch. Um, mm, it's really fun. Everybody in Hollywood knows our Tiger Stripe bottle. We're, <laughs> we're on many sets for movies and TV shows. And, really? um, oh, cool. They, we That's do fun. all the Hollywood events, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Golden Globes. Well, and how about just at, at our late, well, and tonight, uh, Columbia Tower meet and greet. It's fantastic. So on the 76th floor, they're going to get to try all of our different drinks. So what we do is we bring the party there between salted caramel, kettle corn, which is just half cotta, half frangelico, little salt on the rim, red hots, which is half cotta, half fireball, uh, caramel apple whiskey, which is Crown Royal Regal apple plus cotta. And then we've got a Warlock drink, half cotta, half Jaeger. <laughs> Whoa. War, Warlock and fire, Whoa. add a little splash of fireball to that. And then we're going to give you right now, it's the caramel chocolate martini. So it's half Godiva dark chocolate, half cotte with a salt and sugar rim. Anyway, it's fun. It's fun to share. And I tell you, people, when when we do kettle corn or any of these these drinks where you have the salt or salt and sugar, so what you do is have them do it like they would a tequila shot, put put it right on their hand, you know, and then you, you line up your friends, have them do it all at once. I tell you, it is, it is, cade is pade. <laughs> 
parte. <laughs> wow. Fun. It's light, but it has a lot of flavor. It's uh, Sometimes with these chocolate martinis, you can be a little cloying. Um, the salt really helps you your mouth water. <laughs> Zane's going yeah. right from the, the shaking glass. I like that, the mixing glass. Salt and sugar rim. Mm. Did you get that? Mm. Yeah. So that is fun. I, I tell you, we have so many different food and drink ideas, and we definitely are going to do a recipe contest and do a book. So we're going to have a, we're going to have to have a Christopher Chan recipe of, of his favorite drink with Cotty. All right. I like it. Fun. We, we do a dark stout application with, with Guinness. It's a Guinness Cotty Caramel Bomb. So in oh. a half pint of dark stout, then three quarters Cotty and a quarter of Bailey's that floats on top of that, you plunge or pour that into the half pint and then chug that. Chug it, huh? You can't have just one of those. They yeah. are absolutely <laughs> delicious. Well, I thought my chugging days were over back in college, but apparently not. It's coming back, huh? And good in all the hard cider beers. So people add us to Angry Orchard Johnny Appleseed Reds to give it a caramel apple oh, beer yeah. flavor. Wow. So this liqueur is just over the top. All right. Versatile. So how do we? How do we? Where do we find it? How do we buy it? Well, you can get it at any Total Wine and more. All right. Uh, we're available at, at Whole Foods, uh, uh, Hagen. Cool. Uh, a lot of the um, larger liquor stores and things like Pete's Liquor and Bothell, uh, Martin Bruni and Ocean Shores, uh, Bob's. Uh, Northwest Liquor out of Monroe. Uh, there, it, there's a lot of places to get it. All right. And, uh, and can you uh, order online as well? Or do you, the yes. Shop? Great. You can go to our website, www.cade.com, and you can go to our store, and you can order, and it can be shipped to you. All right. So what's the bottle? You make the 750 milliliter bottle. That's the one size. And what are we talking about, 35, 45? Yeah. You're 55? Gonna, any, you're, any, anywhere from like uh Forty-five to to fifty-five dollars. All right, you're looking at. Yeah, but it goes a long way. This yes. isn't. This is just a little goes a long way. Unless you, unless you're putting it on your pancakes. And, and your go crepes. so far. Wow. <laughs> and your crepes. Okay. Cotte is your a world class. Yeah, so we have world class. So class. Yeah, we it's have world class chefs doing cotte caramel flan. They're doing tiramisu with cotte. Mm. I got breakfast chefs to do crepes and French toast. Local chefs that fold it into whipped cream and put a caramel whipped cream on mm. desserts. Wow. But this. Restaurants and bars in California print our Tiger Stripe bottle on their menus in California. Invite their customers to drill cotty over any dessert they serve. So this is wonderful over vanilla ice cream, banana fosters, berry cobblers, cheesecake, apple pie, creme brulee, breaded pudding. Oh. My wife and I like it on Greek yogurt. Oh, there we go. A Greek yogurt. That makes sense because you get a lot of protein and you get a little bit of the acid, which balances some of that sweetness, I imagine. Um, yes. So fun. So it's a proprietary secret, but you uh, distill your own vodka as the base and you add uh, Indian curries and spices, exotic spices, to create this flavor. It's, uh, it's flavored with natural cane sugar, um, no high fructose corn syrup, so it's 100% real. And it's only 50 proof, which means um, you can, it's real, basically, you know, one, two shots for the price of one, right? There you go. If you do that much. But also that um, it's it's balanced, and uh, I, I'm really impressed. Um, it's easy to, people can, they say sugar hides a lot of things. Right, mm -hmm. and that's why some wines have a lot of sugar in it because it's you know they're they're hiding stuff, but uh, sugar also when it's used correctly becomes one of the you know I'm a big dessert guy so I love the idea of having a dessert that has complexity and flavor and balance because I can't drink a bunch of the sweet stuff but I do like enough to and this one lingers so you again you don't need much. 
Right. And, you know, the funny thing is, Kare cuts burn with the, how about the tequila for your mojitos or margaritas? Cuts burn enhances flavor. So you can have both the spectrum of delicious desserts, fantastic with over any meats, or if you, I do have a daughter, Melody, that's vegan, and so great with your vegetables and tofu. And, and tofu. anyway, so yeah, so we have the broad spectrum of, I mean, you say, how about with scotch? It's, it, it's cotton and scotch is, have, has I a drambuie effect. Sure. So yeah. it's, I mean, honey and heather. How, how about your mimosas? So the cotton mm. orange juice yeah. with the, with the champagne. So again, it's that flavor profile that invites you to participate and share the excitement. I like it. So again, let's talk about the name Kade, K-K-A-D-A. It means this is a this is a, a, a term you created. We're ready for that. I tell you, uh, it is a made up word, K-K-A-D-A. But here's the deal. Um, K-A-D-A in Aboriginal means circle of good friends. Ada, A-D-A, means feminine character. We put it all together. We say kade means wonderful life or wonderful, wonderful food and drink. All right. I'm buying it. I like it. Um, congratulations. What's your production? How many? I mean, you're, you're taking care of Hollywood. You're taking care of California and bars across the state. We haven't met our match yet, but... Uh you know, we are capable of putting out, uh, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 bottles a day if we need to. Wow! So we, we can crank product if we need to. Awesome. Well, uh, Zane Seeley, Charlotte Gilbert, uh, the founders and uh, proprietors of Cade Caramel Liqueur. That's Cade.com. Thanks so much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. You got a really tasty product. Congratulations. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you. Available at Total Wine and, of course, Cade.com. Folks, uh, you got to try this. This is really something you want to get for the holidays because it's so versatile, and actually it um, makes everything just a little more pleasant. Uh, you could, I mean, I, I like the Guinness the Guinness idea. Of course, uh, I'm not sure about mojitos or mimosas, but what the heck, folks. Have fun with Cade Caramel Liqueur. When we come back from this break, we're going to dive into uh, another great interview. So stick around, folks. Be right back on Happy Hour Radio. A Northwest original. Lars Larson, live weekdays, noon to 3. Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now, back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle, happy Saturday night. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Time for round three. Hope you got something great in your glass. And uh, I've got a cool cat in studio, Casey Malone. He's... uh, He's a young man who's got a great idea, and uh, I fell in love with this idea recently. I never had this product, and he, he produces um, a fantastic beverage, and it's actually gaining world popularity, and other people produce the same beverage. But um, when I had a chance to meet him, I was the name of it was not appealing to me, so I didn't think I would ever try it based on the name. So I'm going to tell you what the name of the beverage is a little later, and we're going to talk about this idea that this is really um, a... A holiday alternative to alcohol. This is a fermented beverage, and it's got complexity and acid and and deliciousness, and it's actually good for you. So, uh, without further ado, Casey Malone. Hey, welcome to Happy Hour. So, uh, holiday time. People are obviously enjoying themselves. This is this is mid September. We're looking at October, November, December, and uh, I know that from being a sommelier on the floor, that people want to have good foods and good time and some wine. But these days, people want to have that designated driver. 
but we lack infrastructure, we lack resources or products to uh, share with them that are interesting, more interesting than uh, Martinelli's and cranberry juice. Um, where did you get the idea for this particular beverage? Well, my my mom has made it for a while, and then then I had it at her house, and I, I found it pretty interesting. It was it was much different than anything I'd ever tasted before. So, um, you know, I asked her for some of her her culture, her bacteria, her yeast, and went home, started experimenting with fermenting myself, and um, over a number of years, sort of just kind of dialed it in to to what my palate enjoyed and also what my wife enjoyed so <laughs> the peer group right yeah and you know we, we found that it was it ended up being a great beverage for relaxing it, it ended up you know being for all day long it could be something that we had in the morning to wake up as a ritual it's one of those sort of ritual beverages it's you know, sort of like wine can be or like beer can be. So. Yeah, and, um, you know, when we talk about fermentation, some people go, ooh, what's this bacteria thing? Well, folks, uh, wine is made for, is a fermentation of sugar in grape juice. So when you drink a can of Welch's, it's much different than a glass of Cabernet, even though that's grapes, unfermented grapes, and then fermented grapes. So what makes that change? Well, the idea of fermentation, the uh, the yeast, and the, uh, uh, just the, there's so much phenols and flavor in, in grape skins, so it, it ends up being an entirely different beverage than Welch's grape juice. What are the ingredients here for your beverage, Casey? Yeah, so the ingredients that we use are tea, sugar, and then we have a culture of bacteria and yeast. And so, you know, similar to the grape skins, tea can have a, a wide array of polyphenols that can create complex flavors. Yeah, and uh, when it comes to tea, people think that, you know, there's a lot of caffeine in tea, and there can be, but um, d- are, are the, your, your beverages caffeine-rich? Yeah, I would say that they're they're just as caffeinated as the you know the tea that we start with. They're, um, the fermentation actually needs caffeine, so I, I, I would have to assume that some of it is consumed. That makes but, two of us. <laughs> I would assume that some of it is consumed, but um, it, it seems to me that most of the caffeine remains. All right. So, um, and the reason I fell in love with this beverage is because it truly is a uh, a complex experiment experience, I should say. And when we think about all the beverages in the world, um, orange juice. Pepsi Cola, um, maybe milk, tea, coffee, wine, beer. Uh, there are different, different uh, components to the flavor profiles. But many of the tactile flavors we have are tannin, acid, sweet, salt, and bitter. Right? Mm-hmm. Or um, umami. I mean. And this beverage here is has all of that to a degree and it's it's delicious it's refreshing you serve it chilled and the fact that it, it has acidity and complexity just makes it so much more interesting you can guzzle it but you can sip it and enjoy it by itself how do you like to drink it well it, it depends in what context i'm drinking it in so I, I like to drink it at post-workout in that case i'm drinking it fast two yeah. drinks I'm, I'm taking the whole Rehydrate. bottle down um if it's at night after putting the kids to bed watching tv you know in in sort of a Maybe a stemless wine glass. I'm gonna I'm gonna sip it, and mm-hmm. it could be the same beverage. It just depends on the context, right? Yeah. And so you produce four different types of this beverage, and um, they're quite interesting. Let's talk about um, the one that you just poured for me. This is uh, called Earl Grey Blend. Is that where you want to start? Yeah. All right. Yeah, with the Earl Grey. So this is this has been our bestseller historically, um, and our history is not that long, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I think people were surprised to see us make this with Earl Grey because um, it, ber- bergamot's a, a really unique flavor. 
Um, and it would be easy to overpower, overpower that with sweetness. And so since our, since our blend is very minimal on sugar, we feel like we can actually, um, you know, make that bergamot flavor come out. So the, uh, the yeast eats the sugar and creates that acidic taste, right? There's a little bit of the acid there. Well, the, the yeast, the bacteria actually creates the acid. So the yeast is, is similar, you know, similar Just carbon to dioxide. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The yeast is going to create alcohol and carbon dioxide. Same thing with wine or beer. Um, but the bacteria is going to come in and consume that alcohol and convert that to acetic acid. Right. That's what it is. Okay. Um, so you produce an Earl Grey. You have a, a black and white blend, a green tea, and something that's really, really special, which just blew me away. It's called... Spiced rooibos. Spiced rooibos. And this is from a, a s- African flower or bush? Yeah, it's a, it's a red bush from South Africa. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm tasting this Earl Grey. Um, it is a medium minus body. It has uh, just a moderate moderate minus tannin, um, moderate acid, and it's it has just this length of flavor. That bergamot gives you the great licorice and just this idea of sweetness. It's kind of like a good and plenty sweetness, mm-hmm. but it's really not that sweet. How, how many calories in a glass? So for eight ounces, uh, eight ounces is only 15 calories. Wow. So very low, just four grams of sugar. And it, it has a little bit of um, pétillant. It's a little bit fermented. It has a sparkle. Mm-hmm. That makes it more refreshing. And it's also festive, right? Because you can put this in a, a champagne fluid or whatever you want to drink with the, the bubbles and really enjoy it because it, uh, it actually looks very lively in the mouth. Yeah, definitely. And, and so the carbonation you know, creates a mouthfeel. It also makes it so that the, the flavor sort of comes on pretty strong and it also kind of helps your tongue release that fr- flavor pretty quickly as well. Yeah. And actually carbon dioxide has a little bit of acidic taste as well. So that probably adds just a little bit of the, the pH to the, um, this beautiful beverage. Yeah. So when I was at my, uh, my former gig on the floor, I would do something similar with this to try to make something that is non-alcoholic and also has complexity and flavor and balance and elegance and is tasty. You did it. Um, let's go ahead and re- reveal the name of this uh, uh, miraculous elixir from my friend Casey Malone. Uh, Casey, what do you call this stuff? Well, we call it kombucha. So there's probably, uh, you know, it's a growing market, so there are probably enough people who could have guessed that by now. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, when you think of kombucha, I mean, I always think it, it was very, it was much tangier, the ones I had. It was just, it wasn't as pleasant. But this is, this has got great balance. It's got harmony. It's um, refreshing, delicious, and it's dry. I think that's the key. Yeah, definitely. And we take a much different approach than other, any other kombuchas do. Cool. And so um, what's next? What should we try next? Well, let's go to the rooibos. Rooibos, um, yeah. Uh, that that was amazing. So it's kind of a tea base, but it's it's really the, the petal of a uh, flower petal of a bush, right? Yes. All right. So kind of like a tea tree, but a little different. Um, quite interesting. This has a little more, a little darker color. It's kind of got an orange amber hue, um, and it's uh, vivacious. But the, the profile here is so interesting. Tell me, tell me what you think it tastes like. Well, I mean, it, it's really unique. It's hard to compare it to something else. So when we we t- we test our flavors out at the farmers market, and so when we pour this into a clear glass, um, it, it really has that that wow effect. People see this color, and they get excited for it. And as soon as they as soon as they try it, it, it they immediately respond. They immediately say this is something different than they've ever had before. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I, I think the spice is is mainly cinnamon based, and so. You would maybe associate that with colder temperatures, or you know, sort of a more, you know, There's comfort a warming, feel. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it actually it actually works in warmer weather. 
and um, you know because it is a chilled beverage and does have that carbonation so yeah it's just got a little more complexity a little more body too um, and it still finishes dry so this is called uh, spiced rooibos right yes and um, your company name is called Puget Sound Kombucha Company. All right. And the cool thing about you is that was written up in a local magazine, 425, was that you actually do a home delivery service. Yeah. So we're, we're looking into different ways of, of getting our product to the customer. Uh, we want to do that in an environmentally conscious way, and we also want to do it in a cost-effective way. And so a lot of the costs when you buy kombucha at the grocery store, a lot of the costs go into packaging and the fact that it has to change hands so many times. Right. If it's something you're drinking on a regular basis, the middleman. best way, <laughs> and we love our middlemen too, but um, but the best way to do it is to go direct to us and we reuse the packaging. So we drop off bottles, we collect them, we take them back and we reuse them. So it's a perfect form of recycling. That's fantastic. And it's very affordable. 15 bucks a week gets you six beautiful bottles of this uh, uh, non-alcoholic elixir that's just healthy and refreshing and delicious. Um, soundkombucha.com and that's K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A.com. Sound kombucha. Uh, speaking with Casey Malone, who is the proprietor, founder, um, maybe the delivery guy, too, here on Happy Hour Radio. Hey, stick around. we got two more of these tasty drinks to come back to um, right here on Happy Hour Radio. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. All right, happy happy Saturday night. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. Hanging out, uh, doing some non-alcoholic beverages here with my pal Casey Malone. He's the proprietor of Puget Sound Kombucha. Uh, it's soundkombucha.com. We just tasted the Earl Grey version and then the uh, Spiced Rooibos, which is uh, a fantastic... These are both great. Um, you have two more, Casey. What do you have next? Right, so we'll uh, we'll try the green tea next. And again, this is a simple um, simple recipe, right? It's just a matter of, of finding the balance in all of the ingredients? Right, yeah. So all of our blends are just tea-based, and so that that's very unique. There's no other company that I can that I know of that does that. And so we don't add any flavor after the fact. Once it's fermented, the flavor profile is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I just took a sip of this. Now, we all love green tea because it, it has a different mouthfeel for and a different flavor profile. It's, it's more nutty, I think, so it's a little softer. Maybe there's a different more oil in there or something that helps out that. Um, this comes off on the palate. Uh, it almost tastes like it has some oak on it. It's kind of like a Chardonnay in a, in a way because that texture, the, the tannin is a little longer chained, but it but it's very smooth. It's not little pins, and it, it just feels the mouth like it's a it's a Chardonnay wine from Burgundy or something. Yeah, that's a really common reaction that we get is when people take a drink of this. They say, "Oh, that that's exactly like a dry white wine." Um, so it, again, you know, it's a, it's a great substitute, great non-alcoholic uh, alternative. Yeah, and um, what do people do? I mean, obviously, it's great to drink it straight. Is is there a cocktail? I mean, if you want to say, "Hey." Obviously, we want to take care of our designated drivers and those who maybe you know not into drinking, um, or our Muslim friends or whatever. But uh, is have you experimented with uh, cocktails at all? 
So I know that that some of the bartenders around town, a couple in a couple places, have done that. They've used our Earl Grey. Um, I think Earl Grey syrup, I think, is popular in cocktails right now. Mm. So a few bartenders have substituted in our Earl Grey kombucha for that. What I personally do is I get a really dry hard cider and I mix it fifty-fifty with the kombucha, and I find you know that's a great alcoholic version of this yeah yeah i like it so you can don't be afraid to play with it right oh yeah have some yeah, fun exactly. this is this is a natural beverage shelf life um unclosed is is pretty stable so it's about you said three months or so yeah three months is sort of our, our that's our commercial shelf life sure if you're not too concerned about the alcohol level going above that non-alcoholic threshold of 0.5 percent then the shelf life is pretty much indefinite. So, but we only put the three months on there because so we don't want it to go over that that limit and then I also see. become it's as, still live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it, we don't pasteurize it, and, and I know that some brands do, but you know it's also a probiotic beverage, which is where you get the health benefits from. And so pasteurizing it would kill all that good bacteria. I was gonna say my stomach feels better already. <laughs> I love it. The green tea is delicious, and uh, you have this uh, this fantastic idea of home delivery. Six or 12 packets, starting at 15 bucks a week. You can mix and match. Soundkombucha.com. So, Casey Malone, you've got the black and white blend, and uh, this is the most structured kombucha you have here. This has got some um, some meat to it, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so, you know, the title, just black and white, a lot of people wonder what we mean by that and it's just pretty straightforward it's black tea and white tea mixed together and so uh. it's a it's an english breakfast tea and a white peony tea um you know the the black tea on its own is a really traditional approach to kombucha uh-huh. and we were just experimenting and we said what if we mix something in black and white just popped in our head um and it also freed us up to put an orca on the label so <laughs> <laughs> um i'm tasting this um this is Perhaps uh, um, I'm going to go with structure because you definitely have more tannin here. I, the acid and the tannin sort of play off each other. We have more tannin, the acid seems to be a little heightened. If you have more acid, the tannin seems to be more heightened. So that's kind of one of the um, uh, the effects of, of this particular blend. It has a little more weight to it. Um, and at 5% alcohol, or excuse me, 0.05. So this is really as low alcohol as you can get. There's going to be some in there, but our bodies produce alcohol anyway. Yeah, so this is this is about 0.2% alcohol, and 0.5% is that limit for non-alcoholic. Oh, I see. And so okay. Mo- in most cases, the orange juice that you buy at the grocery store is going to have 0.2%. <laughs> you know, th- that's why the limit isn't zero. Right. They give you a little bit of leeway. Yeah, because it's natural. Leave in your car. Um, This is delicious stuff. I'm so excited that, uh, you know, you guys reached out to me to uh, introduce me to kombucha. I never, probably never would have had it, um, but I encourage everyone, if you want to try this, this is, this is the great entree to kombucha because it's delicious, it's smooth, it's balanced, and it's soundkombucha.com. Do you have more flavors coming out? Seasonal? Pumpkin kombucha? Well, We'll definitely have new flavors coming out. We love to experiment. Almost every week we throw a, we put in an experimental batch together just to see what works. And, you know, I would say we probably have a chai coming along. Okay. Um, we probably have a ginger coming along Fine. at some point. Everyone asks for ginger, so we're just going to break oh, yeah. down and go ahead and do that one. Um, but I would say to people, if you tried kombucha before, give ours a try too. It is very different, and it, and it might be able to sell you on kombucha. I think so. Uh, I'm sold. I'm going to sign up at soundkombucha.com. You get the, the weekly or the bi-weekly. You can order. It's a home delivery service. Um, Casey Malone, thanks so much for sharing uh, Puget Sound Kombucha.
Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I love it. Hey, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. We had a Zephoria uh, Caramel Spirit, and now we've got uh, the best non-alcoholic alternative out there, uh, soundkombucha.com. Um, coming up is the Great Pumpkin Fest October 8th and the Holiday Wine Festival in November 12th and 13th. Hey, remember, folks, when you're out and about, a designated driver is the way to go. <laughs> thanks, folks. See you next week. <laughs>